let's are we starting the we're thing? recording we're recording now we missed all that fucking platinum gold shit that nobody will ever hear because you'll we never know what we were talking never, about never ever some except. things can't go on the pod that's can't. right can't they can't. Go. They can't, and they won't. They won't. And that's what I appreciate about sh- you. <laughs> oh, is that what you appreciate about me? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do the thing. Do it. Welcome to Moody Broads. Hello. Hello. I'm Rachel. I'm also Rachel. <laughs> oh, well, no, I was like, maybe we should introduce ourselves. We, should, well, we should. just did. We probably should go further than the first names because we have the same first name. I'm Rachel R. You goddamn bitch. <laughs> you goddamn bitch. I am also Rachel R. I'm Rachel Riley. Hey, I was going to say, let him guess. <laughs> Who's who? Figure it out. If you weren't already listening by now, you don't oh deserve God. to know. My, my best friend listened to it. She's like, I'm eating shrimp and listening to you cackle. And it's my favorite thing. The cackling is very pleasant to people, I've noticed. I would not get cackling, but it's your laugh is oh quite infectious. <laughs> I'm a little drunk, I think, already. Probably. Oh um, my God, my eyes I just want to tell you guys what I'm looking at right now. There's Rachel. <laughs> she's got a couple of beers. She on. hasn't been drinking. She's been like no, super, like, that's, being that's, No, that's right? not true. Never mind. No, I fucking lied about all of it. <laughs> yes. All right. So I I've thought been, you had not been drinking. Well, I, I really haven't. And so, uh, what, two weekends ago, we had to get together at the house. Oh, and where we brought, like, eight cases of beer that no one Oh, my God. There's so much beer in my fridge. But uh, our friend Charlie, uh, he told my husband that he had a box of wine for us. I thought that meant, like, a box of wine, like, I drink. Like like a black box. Like a black box of wine. And I was like, oh. And then he comes in with a half case of fucking wine. Like, Mm. six bottles. Good wine, right? It was. (laughs) And so I was like, oh. Shout out to Charlie. (laughs) I was like, that's... That I'm is, drinking the fuck out of I, that. Yeah, well, so, uh, that that was two weekends ago, and then, like, last, last this upcoming weekend, Baxley, Baxley's had a fever. Upcoming weekend. Or, no, this, this, this past this weekend. past this coming past weekend. weekend? Yeah, this past coming weekend. Is that how you say I it? I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's think right. So. Anyways, so, I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pop open a bottle of wine. And one <laughs> bottle of wine led to another bottle, led to another bottle, led to another bottle. And before, I think we drank like four bottles of wine. And then um, some of them were small. Some of them, two of them were 500 milliliters. So that's like less than a full bottle of wine, which is 750 milliliters. Uh, okay. Right. Math. Science. Math. Um, anyways, so I kind of woke up and um, I was like, oh, man, I kind of have a little bit of a headache. And Zach was like, oh, I hate life. <laughs> and I guess at the, towards the end of the night, mm-hmm. we were watching Escape at Dana Mora, which, I, which we'll talk about because mm-hmm. I'm fucking obsessed right I now. I need to watch this. Yes. Um, but anyways, uh, I had poured us a glass of wine. But instead of just, I was just like, I'm just going to save us the time and pour half the bottle in each of our glasses. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And then I didn't drink all mine, but Zach drank all his. Mm. So he's like, I drank all all of that. Oh. And I was he just... He was feeling his all 38 or 30... Is it 39 years now? How, how old is he now? He's 39? Yeah, 39. Yeah, yeah he was feeling 39. He was, fe- he was <laughs> feeling his age. Um, and so, anyways, yeah, I woke up a little rough. Um, and then I... Yeah, so... 
It was good. I felt perfectly fine until we were going to Bass Pro Shops. I was sitting in the back yeah. of the van, and I don't know if, like, I don't feel like it would have been a hangover because it would have hit me sooner, right? Not was, at, like, 1 or 2 p.m. It was, like, a hang later. It was a hang later, and I was just like, oh, God, I'm going to throw up. I'm like, what can I throw up in? Um, but also sitting in the very, very back of the van. Like, oh, okay, where the outlet is, where you can curl your hair. Where the As outlet I is. when we went to Austin. Yes. yes. Where the outlet is, I was sitting back there. I was, the whole thing that came, brought us to this conversation was me saying that you haven't been drinking. Because I think it's so funny, I'm looking over at you, and you've got your, your beer. I made four bottles of beer. And then to the left of you is a screaming hey, hey. <laughs> and... I, I want to talk about okay. this now. Okay. <laughs> I, so, oh my God. Uh, why were we out and about? Um, we went to go do something. Oh, so uh, my mom had to go to urgent care. She's mm-hmm. had some back pain. Mm-hmm. And, um,. She's had back pain for, like, a month, and so your husband cracked her back, and it felt good for all of, like, two hours. She was right. like, yeah, this is great. This is awesome. She woke up. She's like, it still hurts. Yeah. I think I need to take one for the team and go to the doctors. Well, like, you need to go to the doctors. Agreed. So, um, <laughs> Baxley has had a, uh, he had a fever from Friday to Sunday. Yeah. Um, so it was super pleasant in the Riley household. Yeah, super, like super fucking pleasant. So, uh, we, um, went to the urgent care or whatever that was close by. And in order to, when they sent in the meds, they gave us a tablet and you had to pick which the closest pharmacy or whatever, but the closest pharmacy was at Target, the CVS at Target. Gotcha. So I was like, all right. So we go there and I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. Uh, I'm going to spend some money probably. And so we go. My mom goes to pick up her prescription. They said, give them 10 minutes. Give us 10 minutes. That's and dangerous be done. in Target. Oh, yeah. So a lot of shit you can do so in Target in 10 minutes. We are, um, <laughs> so we're, we're walking around. And I'm like, let's go look at the toys. I want to get the kids something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw this super cute little bouncy stegosaurus thing that you blow up. It's one of those, like, bouncy toys. Yeah. Um, and I was like, man, 30 bucks. I don't know if I want to spend the money on that right mm-hmm. now. You don't even know if they'll like it. Yeah, exactly. But then I saw a screaming hey, hey from Moana. And I was like, it says it's only $14. So I should just go ahead and get that. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. My kids fucking hate it. I brought it home. I was super excited for them to see it. I was like, right. this is going to be the best toy ever. Even though I know they really don't like the animatronic Elmo that we have. Um, I don't blame them. Yeah, I know. And I was kind of like in the back of my mind, I was like, probably they might not like it, but if they, uh, I mean, if they do, it's only 13 bucks versus the $30 I would have bought for the, anyways, my reasoning made no fucking sense. They fucking hate it. I Lennon Lennon is fearless and she fucking like teared up immediately and Baxley started crying yeah. and I was like, Oh my god. So I did it again, of course. Because I'm course. a good mom and you have to make sure that's science it's the scientific method. Yep, yep, yep. Um <laughs> so anyways, I put it I they fucking hate it so much. So I took video the other night, I brought it out. Zach was on the phone. And I put it next to my phone, and Lennon was like, she saw my phone, and she saw it next to the hay, and she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to grab that phone. Yeah. So she walks over very carefully, and she kind of has her hands up near her, her mouth, like, 
am I going to do this? Am I not going to do this? And so I pressed it and she immediately got up on the fucking couch and eyeballed me like I was the worst yeah. person in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> You've damaged the relationship. There's, I, you can't repair this. There's, there's no repairing no. what I've done. I... I like it. I think it's funny. I think Hey Hey's cute and he's a likable character. I dig it. I'm a big fan of anything that's a chicken. So I yeah, it might be. Yours. I was gonna say I'm kind of mad. I haven't bought one of these. Well, it might happen very soon. I probably it was <coughs> so I get to the register once again, just like the butt cream. It was in the wrong spot. And it's twenty dollars. So for ten dollars more, I probably could have gotten a toy that my kids actually like instead of one that put instills fear in both of them. But then you wouldn't be teaching them about the real world, and that's really what parenting is. We're trying to prepare them for the world, right? And that is Animals, what I appreciate yeah. about you. <laughs> is that what you appreciate about me? That's that's our job is to prepare them for the horrifying world mm. out there, which is full of screaming animals. Screaming chickens. Screaming chickens. Speaking <laughs> of horrifying, uh, can we talk about the fact that you got your kid a cell phone? Yeah, okay, so I went to get my nails done on Saturday, and I was I was sitting there listening to last podcast while I got my nails Which done. Which one? Um, it was the side stories where they were talking about, it's the most recent side stories. I'm not caught up, I just kind of Yeah, it was, it's listen. one where they, like, they just talk about like weird news, yeah. it's not a topic per se. I'm sitting there and like, haha, I'm listening, yeah, exactly, it's it's a smorgasbord, <laughs> so they make money. <laughs> I know I like to remind us every time. If we get depressed about enough, it will work harder. Um, but I'm getting my nails done, and I'm sitting there like, how nice. What a nice little time to myself. Ooh, I like this nail color. Matt calls me and goes, hey, I'm at the AT&T store. I said, oh, are you getting a new phone? Like, it's time your phone has been shit in the bed for a while. He's like, yeah, yeah well, it's buy one, get one free on the iPhones. And I say, I'm like, no. He's like, yeah. And I was like, you are such a fucking sucker and anybody who knows him a little bit but doesn't know him well probably thinks he's this mean son of a bitch but he's such yeah. a fucking sucker yeah yeah and he was like well don't worry we're gonna make it like really safe and i was like well what about rose because now rose is gonna be bad and there's no fucking reason a four-year-old needs fun he's like well, i'm gonna give her mine and i was like what and he's like yeah they'll both have phones i was like what the fuck no. is wrong with you so um he gets home he hasn't told her yet and so like i sneak away and basically like fucking barricade this thing from like predators the internet anybody she's not supposed to talk to yeah i yeah like there's there are apps you can pay quite a bit of money for that like literally let you see every text and phone call that they make and what time and they can delete things and you can still see it and i'm not so worried about that with her because she's seven also i'm not for the most part her social network right now is grandma grandpa friends mommy and daddy and cousins and so like i know exactly who's in her phone and she can't get on Safari, but or, or any sort of social media because there's no fucking way she's getting any social Absolutely media. As she's, she's a child, I don't think children should be on social media. I don't either. All. I think it's damaging to their psyche. It's very damaging to their. It's psyches. damaging to my psyche, and I'm a 30 year old woman. I was gonna say, I think I got MySpace when I was like 16, and probably shouldn't have because I... there was still that. Even back then, it was just another way for people to be fucking mean to each other, or for you to obsess about shit that doesn't matter instead of focusing on school like you should. Be. I am uh, in the camp of the latter. Not focusing on schoolwork. Yes. Yeah. I think I think it definitely took some some focus away from me too. Like wondering, like, am I in someone's top eight? You remember top eight? I I had a a man friend that I met. Um. Oh my god. I. 
So, I went, I went camping. It was my freshman year in high school. I had this beautiful red hair. Looked a little punky looking. Mm. I don't know. You know shot, yeah, kind of, but not really. Like Avril Lavigne? A little bit, except I didn't listen to Avril Lavigne. Okay, okay, good. Okay, so, good. Yes. setting the tone. Yes. I go camping with my family. The year is 2005. Four? Uh, 2002. Whoa. Probably. This Mid-school. Was, I, no, I graduated in 2006. You're older than me. Shit. I yeah. keep forgetting. Anyways, it's fine. It's fine. Setting the mood. Mm-hmm. I am wearing a bikini. A mm. blue bikini. Okay. That really accentuates my hair. Yes. And I'm in the red. pool. You're and there and there is this very tall, skinny white boy with black hair. Emo hair. Swoopy. So fucking swoopy. Swoopy AF. His name was Chris. Chris. He swoopy worked at Hot Topic. Oh god. We, oh girl. Dang. Uh I we so we carried on like a long distance relationship thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a while. As you do. I um and so he lived in Oregon. We were like kind of in the middle between Washington and Oregon, wherever we were going camping at. But anyways, met him, fell in Oh shit. <laughs> met him, fell in love with him. Obviously. Had pictures of him all over my binder. Obviously. Obviously. I forgot where I was going with that. Oh yeah, hot topic. Last time I checked, which actually wasn't that long ago because I'm a fucking creeper and I still remember his last name because it's different. Still the manager at Hot Topic. Ooh. Yes, yeah. girl. Yes, no. he's way older. Well, I shouldn't say he's way older. He was he was a senior and I was a freshman, as, a, as I said. Mm-hmm, I was a freshman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we worked at Hot Topic for a really long time. Still works there as of like a couple of years ago when I looked him up. I, I don't know. He might not. But also, he has like got the... He probably still works at Hot Topic. Is he still swooping? Swooping those bangs? I uh, did like the, the bang swoop and then the spiky hair. But then, get this, before he found that style, he used to like play football and baseball and all this other stuff. So he went from being like hardcore jock to hardcore. The early 2000s were a magical time. They really were. They really, I'm gonna look him really up right were. I went I through a really something. douchey period where I would wear not one but two. <laughs> not one but two Hollister polos with the collars popped. I was very preppy. Uh, like, like yes, I ma'am. tried to be very preppy, but I was also kind of weird. So, you know. Wait. The early 2000s were a crazy, crazy good time. I enjoyed them, I guess. I don't fucking know. Kids getting phones. I think that's what brought us Oh, here. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. Sorry. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Um, What was I going to say? Okay, anyway, so now my I'm seven-year-old. My seven-year-old. Ha- no, you're fine. I had to f- figure out where I was going with this. My seven-year-old has a phone now. And while she cannot access, you know, any sort of internet browser or any sort of access, (laughs) MySpace, Um, she pretty much can only play games that I authorize her to play and text people that I have put in her phone. So that said, I am one of the eight people in her phone. I have received approximately 85 text messages in the past three days from this child because part of getting a new phone is figuring out all the things you can do with it. And when you can only do, like, four things with it, you're going to do a lot of those four things. Rose, on the other hand, with her little Wi-Fi device, <laughs> phone that she can only use on Wi-Fi, called Matt eight times in a one-hour period on Sunday. <laughs> and the best part is that Betty has a little crush on a boy from school, and going against my initial instinct, which would be like, don't talk to boys, they're a waste of time. 
it's, you know, I know she's gonna have crushes, totally normal, totally healthy, I'm glad she tells me about them, so she's like, mommy, I really want to have a play date with this kid, Jack, I said, get me his mom's number, and I'll talk Mm -hmm. to him, she comes home with a phone number that is his phone number, because he walks, and he needs his own phone, so, totally fine, so I still don't even have this kid's mom's number, so no play date has been planned, no, so she's texting this boy, and I can see everything she's texting, and it's perfectly wonderful and good and innocent, but it's also fucking hilarious. <laughs> that video that you sent of her with the Barbie or whatever. Oh, yeah. Singing. And That's just the other thing she does is she makes vlogs that no one's ever going to see because, pray as she might, she will never have a fucking YouTube channel as a minor. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. No. We're not doing this. We should talk about that whole thing. We should. But after we finish the Yeah. Whatever. I mean, we found a video of her, and I sent this to Rachel, of her just making her Barbie fly and going, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> and then a vlog of her in HEB, like chronicling everything. Like, we're gonna have tuna melts for dinner. It's gonna be like really good. Might I add, I made those tuna melts, and she was like, I don't even like tuna melts. And I was like, You lied on your vlog. <laughs> your vlog that only I can see. She also texts this boy um, things like, How long would it take you to eat a bowl of ice cream? <laughs> She's like, five minutes? Or a hundred minutes. <laughs> and he was like, five minutes. And she was like, what? How? <laughs> I was like, have you ever watched yourself eat a bowl of ice cream? You definitely don't take a full five minutes, girlfriend. And then she'll be like, she'll just like fucking blast him with emojis. And then he'll send like an emoji of something that she doesn't think is funny. And she'll be like, send me blue emojis. <laughs> and she'll just. And then she texted him yesterday. I guess she said something like, my little sister's being annoying. Because they both have little brothers or little Uh sisters or something. And she, I think then it dawned on her that I can see all of her text messages when I check it at the end of the day. Yeah. And she calls me from the back porch and goes, Mom, so, uh... I accidentally, what I what I meant to say is that Rose is a really sweet sister, but because I used talk to text, it said annoying. <laughs> and I was like, oh. She's like, so so when you see that, I meant to say she was sweet, and I fixed it at the end. I was like, so you meant to say sweet, but the iPhone said annoying. She was like, yeah, yeah. Just like my iPhone autocorrects <laughs> fucked and duck all the time. Fucking rude. <laughs> You know, I'm not you know there's a, there's a hack that if you put fu- if you put fuck in that should actually lead us into our next story. <laughs> yes. Are we are we off the kids having cell phones before we as, move to this situation? As, as soon as soon as you, I mean, that's it. Well, Basically, no, I was being... gonna say if you put if you put fuck into your contacts, it will uh, stop auto correcting because it's a contact. I mean, you would think the iPhone's been around for what, like, almost, like, or, or at least 10 years now. 10 years. You fucking think. Why does it still say duck? You fucking assholes. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, my recommendation, don't get your kids a fucking phone. Because even if you do everything possible to keep them from predators and bullies and inappropriate content, they're just going to use it to harass you in your own home. I was literally driving her to school, and obviously I won't let her take her phone to school. That's a fucking no-no. But she's like, she's like in the backseat playing on it, playing her little Toka Boca create a world with like little bunny rabbits game. And then she calls me and I'm like, I'm four feet away from you. You have to stop. And because my phone has the little Bluetooth, it keeps interrupting the radio station I'm listening to. And I was like, for the love of God. And she was like, <laughs> so anyway, it's your 
doing that too. It's great though because we are going to move away from family. Yes. And my husband's going to be gone a lot. Yeah. And with the exception of when he's like overseas, she'll be able to talk to him on the phone this way. And it'll be good. And like I said, I fucking locked that thing down. That kid cannot see anything inappropriate she cannot talk to anyone she doesn't know and i see everything she says so i'm not worried about that i'm worried about how many fucking times she's going to facetime me from the back porch while i'm sitting in the living room because it's it's also really cute because then she texts me things like hi mommy you are beautiful but then she's like can i have a donut so anyway that's my story my kids have fucking phones i so it's no secret that uh, I have a little bit of a sailor's mouth. Um, for That's okay. so same here. So just for future or er, for backstory, if I mean if you listen to this podcast, you know I can't. I have a hard time not using the fuck word or the shit word. Anyway, so so just backstory. When we were in Guam, we went out one night, and I was the only female. <laughs> One of the guys that we were out with was like, oh, this this fucking asshole. And he looks at me and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And Zach looks at him and he's like, why are, why are you apologizing? He's like, well, I didn't mean to swear in front of your wife. Zach looked at him, laughed, and was like, you clearly haven't met my wife. And then the other guys that were there were like, Mrs. Riley? <laughs> like, clearly you've never met Mrs. Riley. She's got, Mrs. Riley. She's got a fucking mouth on her. So, with that being said... For the past few days, uh, Lennon's favorite song is a wiggle song, uh, and it's called Rock By Your Bear, and at the end she likes to go, shh, shh, shh. Um, and I also use the shit word a lot. So I think she's- The shit word. The, the shit word. So she has finally found the correlation. I've been hearing her say shit the past few days. I've ignored it, hoping that it was something else. Or maybe she was just singing her song to herself and going, shit, shit, shit. Uh, no, it's definitely, uh, so anyways, um, I'm sitting there. I heard her say it a few times. Mm-hmm. And then my mom's in the living room and mm-hmm. I'm in the, in the kitchen. We have like an open floor concept so you can see everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And Lennon grabs a book and she drops it and mm. she looks down at it and says, shit. Mm. And my mom looked at me and was like, did you? And I was like, yeah, I was hoping. Like, I haven't I haven't said anything about it to anybody because I was hoping nobody would pick up on it. Or that she was saying something else. I knew. I obviously, knew, she's not saying shit. I knew she wasn't saying something else. But I was hoping that nobody else would pick up on right? it. As soon as my mom noticed, uh, the gig was up. And I was just <laughs> like. Fuck, I have to tell Zach about this. And so we're, <laughs> we're sitting on the couch, and I was like, ah, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Lennon has a new word. Mm-hmm. It's the shit word. The shit word. And so last night, she was sitting on Zach's lap, and him and Baxley, all three of them were being super cute, and Lennon was like, shit, shit. <laughs> doing her little baby battle, yeah. but you could. I sent also shit. I sent you the video. Yeah, it was yes. clearly it was Very clearly cute. shit. Yes. Uh, speaking of shit, let's talk about her power move. Power move. If you've listened to previous podcasts, you'll know that my daughter does this thing when she's pooping where she locks eyes with you. Um, Very unnerving. It is. So uh, Thursday, we had my friend Lindsay over for dinner, and 
Lennon was sitting in her high chair, and all of a sudden, she locks eyes with Lindsay, and Lindsay's like, hey, how's it going? And Lennon starts going, Ugh. Oh, God. And I was just like, it's, it's fucking dinner time. Can you not? Like, please. Like, your brother does this. You, you are above this. And so this went on for a solid, like, God, I would say two or three minutes where mm-hmm. Lennon is just eyeballing Lindsay and going, and I'm just like I'm uncomfortable with <clears throat> you reenacting it. Like I know a real right? date so, would make me so upset. So, her eyes were watering, her face was red, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so embarrassed right now. Like I, like, I don't even know what to say. Oh, there's nothing. And, and Lindsay's like, ah, what's <laughs> it's? I was like, she's pulling a power move, bro. Yeah. So how she dominates you. We <laughs> so we finished dinner, and I feel Lennon's Lennon's diaper to see if there's anything in there. I didn't feel anything, mm-hmm. but in my defense, her diaper was a little saggy. I was like, you know what? Let's just uh, since I don't feel anything imminent, Zach, will you start a bath? So Zach was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. I'll go start the bath. So I put Lennon in the living room. I took her clothes off. She was just covered in dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took her clothes off. She's only wearing her diaper. She likes to take her diaper off. Of course. So I'm in the process Another of grabbing. Move, oh so I'm in the process of grabbing Baxley. I turn around and Lennon is stark ass naked on the fucking couch. And I'm just like, girlfriend, did you take your diaper off? So I go to put the dirty diaper back on her because I don't want her peeing on the place, but also I don't want to open up a new. And Baxley was like, what's in this diaper? And I grab her and she's got a turd stuck in between <laughs> her cheeks. So I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. What did I do? What is like, what's in her diaper? And he's, he's like crawling as fast as he fucking can over to her diaper. And I have Lennon hinged. She, her little butt is up in the air and both of her legs, she's like hanging halfway. Like right, holding right. Her, and Zach's like, oh, grab the wipes. And Lindsay's sitting over here. She's like, I'm going to stay over here. I was like, just stay right there. That's smart. Honestly, <laughs> that was where you wanted to be, was away from that. Yes. So I bet <laughs> my mom grabbed back. So we wrapped the diaper up because like I said, she took it off. Like she was just like, fuck this. I'm she made this a anymore. choice. <laughs> so I was just like, oh my God, I can't. And Zach's like, Rachel, I'm still trying to wipe her butt. So <laughs> I'm holding her in the air while Zach is wiping her uh, butt. <laughs> it gets better. So then I was like, better? go start the bath. Go better? start the bath. Yeah, I get Well, I mean, I don't even know if you'd call that better. Worse than She that? didn't shit on the floor like Baxley did. Yeah, I guess that's pretty good. But so then I was like, all right, go start the bath. So Zach runs over, he starts the bath, grab Baxley, put Baxley in the bath, and Lennon's like, fucking bath time, brah. It's bath time. So she walks into the bathroom and Zach's like, Rachel, she's <laughs> peeing all over the floor. <laughs> and Lindsay's like, Atta, I'm just, girl. I'm just standing over here. Far and I was away. like, stay over there. Don't. Stay and away. And I was like, I just didn't want her peeing on the couch. And Zach was like, I was trying to prevent that. And I was like, at least it was the tile. Yeah, yeah. tile. Yeah. You, psh, easy. Exactly. Easy. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so that was the tale of how my daughter made uh, my f- my friend and our dinner guest incredibly uncomfortable. Look, well, she's just screening your friends. Like she's a good friend. What can you handle? Yeah. yeah. What psychological torture can you withstand to be Rachel's friend? If you can't handle a little bit of baby shit and shenanigans, <laughs> baby shit and shenanigans, you probably shouldn't come over for dinner. Then I should I should make another podcast called Baby Shit and Shenanigans. Baby shit and shenanigans. BSS baby. Oh my god, that's so ridiculous. Oh man, I, I, I've, I've pretty much blocked it out just for my own psychological welfare, but there are a lot of things that happened along those lines with my kids. I am sure I will I will do that as well. Um, I have to pee.
Let's pause this. Let's baby. pause. So can we just talk about lash extensions for a minute? Uh, yes. Okay. I, they, when I saw you after you got them done, I was like, damn, Gina. I want those, right? Yeah. Like, I want to flip, flap, flippy, flap my eyeball hairs in the wind along with Rachel. Well, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I mean, I'm going back in tomorrow because, um... I know one of the gals at the salon. She hooked a sister up. She well, basically, it started as like a as like a modeling. Thing. Well, not like you're basically being mm-hmm. like a guinea pig for someone who's new, someone who's qualified and licensed to do it, but who is new <laughs> to the salon. So it was a very long process with like maybe only like a, a very small fraction of what you would usually get, but it was free, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. They fell out really quickly, and I and I had a feeling it wasn't because of what the girl was doing because like she had done a great job i didn't i didn't get them wet i didn't sweat i kept them like i didn't touch them with water like i pretty much like took like a weird like shower with like my head hanging over the thing so i could wash my body and my hair without getting my lashes wet and then i was so i went and got them redone once again they were kind of like well let's just let's get them redone and like this time like full-on like Big ass lashes, and I was like, I'm never going back. Take all my money. Like, I will never have regular eyelashes again. This is how I want to live my life. And it's like less than a week later, and like most of them are gone again. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong. And it's like, I think I just have watery eyelids. Do I just produce extra eye water? Maybe. Right? So I'm gonna like I'm gonna go get some answers tomorrow. Because I know it's not what they're doing wrong. These women are really, really fucking good at what they do. And they're all walking around with fucking bomb lashes. Dude, my sister sent me a selfie the other day and I was like Does she have lashes? Oh my god, she does. And I was like, Your eyes look amazing. I hate what you're doing with your mouth. Stop doing that. Yes, stop doing that. Fucking stop doing but that. But also, your eyelashes look on fucking point. It's nice because you don't need to wear eye makeup. Like, they do just enough to make you be like, wow. Yeah. A bitch ain't bad looking without that mascara. Uh, yes. And then there's the rest of us. And then they fall out and you're reminded what you look like, like without them. them. And that's why we're not filming anything tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I'm just so frustrated because I was just like, this is it. This is, my life is changing for the better. I fucking love these eyelashes. And it's so relaxing because they lay you on a table and they put a blanket on you and you literally sit in silence for an hour. Yeah, like you sit in silence for an hour and it's, and then you come out of there looking like you have such pretty long eyelashes. But I'm starting to think maybe it's just, I'm not well suited to them and I'm kind of just kind of coming, coming to grips with that. And, um, I mean, sometimes it is what it is. It be what it be. Yeah. Maybe. Definitely. Maybe. Uh, speaking of it be what it be, I, my daughter mentioned being skinny to me the other day, and I, yeah, like, I do a pretty good job, and it is not to toot my own horn, but I do a very good job of being mindful of how I talk about my body and food in front of my children, because I know, and like, I never had body image issues growing up, because I was very, I was like a little twig, and like, I knew... Even then, and not this is kind of, it's not a great example, like, I knew, oh, skinny is good, and I'm yeah. skinny, so I have nothing to worry about. That said, I do know as an adult, like, what I say is going to affect, but I'm starting yeah. to think that there's nothing you can fucking do. Uh, well, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, 
sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, like, like I said, my kid doesn't have like unsupervised access to the internet. She a lot of it has to do with TV shows, though. A lot of a lot of television and stuff and stuff like that. And that's what I've noticed. And so I told Zach, um, I am struggling with a little bit of a. I don't want to call it body dysmorphia because I don't feel like that's what it is. I feel like. Because you're, like, really down on yourself. Like, you're very hard I, on yourself I, right now. I am. Um, I uh, And I think I'm putting in the work. You are. And I, I mean, like, I did, like, a, I don't know, like, a 30-minute run today. And felt like I could have ran faster. Or I could have went for longer and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And But I just, um, I don't know. But I'm trying to, I want, I want my kids to be strong. Yes. I want them to, you know, to look at, I, and so I was telling, <coughs> I was talking to my mom about it because I have, I don't want my kids to have the type of relationship with food that, you know, that's what makes them, um, that's, that's what makes them happy. That's mm-hmm. what makes them, that's what makes them feel good. Like it should nourish you. And yeah, sometimes it should make you happy. Like yeah. eating ice cream and stuff like that. But that's family dinners and like pizza yeah, nights and movie nights. That shouldn't be the only thing that does it. And so I just, well, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm, I've been struggling really hardcore, and especially since I've been putting in all this work, I can see myself thinning out, but I'm like not. And see, and the crazy thing about that is, I know for a fact the scale is not indicative right of my health yes like i'm running a faster or how, you look. Or how i look yeah. but yet i'm still kind of i don't want to say i'm obsessed with the number but i'm kind of a little like right. obsessed with it yeah. and i you know and uh measuring myself like looking at my Ooh, inches and stuff like it. that yeah. and so i did that today thinking that i would see a greater difference because i look i feel like i look a lot different you do my face is thinning out you know mm-hmm. uh but I just, fuck, man, it's hard. It's, it's very hard. hard. And it, it makes you kind of like, it makes you, especially once you have a daughter, I would say. And I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure with some, absolutely boys struggle with mm-hmm. image bump, but like girls in particular are just immediately inundated with like this, like you should be thin. You should yeah. be thin or even better. You should be thin in the middle. You should have big tits, a big ass, a thigh gap. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Long skinny arms. Like. Your body should look like a Barbie doll. And it's just one of those things where I know what you're talking about. Like, I'm definitely, this is the heaviest I've ever been not pregnant. And I know, Mm. and so, like, I I know I look like a normal, I look completely normal BMI, normal for my height. I don't, I know I don't look, but, like, I look at that number on the scale and I'm like, I'm not used to that. I don't like it. And I would like to see it go down. And, And then I realize, like, do I want my daughter thinking about her body this way? Like, if, if, if I was in my, if I, my daughter was, if I was looking at my daughter as an adult and she had my body, would I, like, how would I feel about her obsessing, thinking it wasn't good enough? Yeah. And that's kind of, like, where I'm really struggling right now is I'm like, how do we teach children about, like, health and wellness without making it about weight and fat? Exactly. Because there is absolutely, a, like, there is a connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. being obese is not healthy. Just like... As I am right now. Are you obese? I am. Yeah. yeah. So... I not have, like, I just don't see it. 
Um, yeah, so, uh, for, um, so after I had, I had the twins. Yeah. Um, I think, I think we've talked about how, so the progesterone that I was on. You were on a lot of medications. I was on a lot of medications. They, it was an instant 10 pounds every single month. Like, as soon as I ovulated and started those progesterone suppositories, Mm -hmm. instant 10 pounds of bloat and weight gain. Mm -hmm. The two days after I stopped taking them, all the, the water weight was gone, back down to my normal, my normal weight. So, because of that, I was already clocked classified as obese because I was kind of teetering. I was still trying to recover from all my thyroid stuff when we started trying to... Which will also make you gain weight. Oh my god, did it make me gain weight. I mean, I was still working out. I was still eating like paleo, watching my... um, You know, not... I wouldn't necessarily say watching my calories, but I wasn't eating any like processed refined foods or anything like that Mm -hmm. but that's just that's just what happens when your thyroid that runs your whole body decides that it doesn't want to fucking work and then your pituitary glands like hey man let's fucking peace fuck out of here i don't like this i don't want to do this anymore (laughs) i fucking quit but so you know i still i still struggle with that like i was looking at my medical charts and it was like obese and i was like i i've never never felt that that way. And that's what I'm, I mean, I'm considered that right now. I looked at my body fat percentage today, which I don't consider that's why I'm in such a bad mood. I'm in a, I'm in a bad mood for a multitude of other reasons, but that didn't help. When you have been like putting in work, changing your eating and your yeah. activity levels and like you've been watching calories too which is really hard especially it if is. you did some intermittent fasting like and then you get on a scale or you measure yourself and you're yeah. expecting I don't, more. I don't eat very... from 7 p.m till 11 a.m every almost every day I didn't this this past weekend but it's not because you have to live your life that's the other thing is like you, yeah. you have to like well and that's and that's part you don't of... want to be that person that's like I can't go out with friends because I can't eat before 11 yeah yeah you don't want to be that person I'm not gonna be that person person no so i'm just gonna drink some beer handle it yo handle it handle that shit and it's it's so crazy because like i i i full-on know what i want my body to look like yeah and i'll look at my thinking and what i want my body to look like and i'll be like oh my god if my daughter was thinking like this i'd be so anxious i and that's the thing i don't want i told zach i said i want them to see mommy being strong yeah Yeah. i and and healthy and, and making and happy Strong, healthy, and making good choices for food. I want them to enjoy eating broccoli or whatever. I I fucking love the shit out of Brussels sprouts. I love like, Brussels sprouts. You should have my balsamic glazed bacon Brussels sprouts. Okay, well, I would like to eat these right now. Here's the, Go make them. Mm, I'm out of bacon. Shit. I know. God, it's unfortunate. That sounds amazing. Um, I also found another recipe for maple glazed uh, carrots and bacon. I'm not a big carrot eater. I know that's a little weird. It, no, my mom doesn't eat cooked carrots, but I also did. I did Brussels sprouts with it. And I would fucking eat on the point. fuck out of some yeah, Brussels they're sprouts. They're so good. I just, I, if you would have asked me ten years ago, what is something you would have never said? Would have been like I would never picture myself saying, I fucking love Brussels sprouts. Fucking love Brussels sprouts. All the Brussels sprouts. I will fucking eat the shit out of some Brussels sprouts. It's weird. It's one of those taste bud things where, like, they do say that, like, your taste buds, like, develop as you get Mm -hmm. older, and that's why certain foods that we didn't like as children. Still fucking hate seafood. like, my kids fucking love Brussels sprouts, and I hated them as a kid. But now I'm starting to wonder, and mom, I know you're listening. (laughs) How are you cooking those Brussels sprouts? Because they weren't good. But now she roasts them, and they're very good. So, what the fuck, of, mom? Uh, well, balsamic vinegar, a little bit of maple sugar. I mean... Or maple sugar. So Brown sugar, good. maple syrup, whatever is, you yeah. want. Oh, man. Or a little bit of Parmesan. A little Parmesan. 
I, you know, I haven't had big, good luck. Oh, see, I'm a big Parmesan fan Ellen when it comes also. to the roasted veg. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I actually did some research today. <gasps> what? For the podcast! Uh, that makes one of us. Well, so, Go on with your bad so self. So, here's the thing. Zach and I got cable a couple... Oh, uh... It was a couple months ago. No, it no? was it was back in I don't know, like September, October time frame. More than a couple months yeah. ago. Well, so uh they gave us free NFL Sunday ticket for two years. So we could watch the football games. The that was a big thing for us. Um and with that, um, we got a free trial of all the premium stuff, so HBO, which we had anyways, and we canceled it because we we're like, we're just gonna wait till Game of Thrones comes on. Yeah, that's the only reason anybody watches it anymore. <clears throat> that well, that's not entirely true. They Uh-oh. got some pretty fucking legit documentaries right now. They do have good documentaries. They do, they do which is gonna segue into my ex- other topic after this topic. So Showtime topic exception. T- <laughs> so we got Showtime, and mm-hmm. we were we were like we downloaded the showtime app we don't even fucking use the cable box like i use it for baby first tv when i need a break um anyways so uh back in 2015 i recall being riveted by this true crime story about this woman who helped two inmates escape from a uh a state state correctional facility okay i'm gonna have to look them up while you're talking about it so i know who we're talking about okay uh well so anyways we're watching showtime and they're doing all the, um, they're doing, like, trailers. We were watching, like, a movie or something, and they were doing trailers for Showtime TV shows. And Escape at Dana Mora mm-hmm. was on, oh, shit. It's fine. It's fine. And I said, I told Zach, I said, you know what? That looks a lot like that one case that I followed super closely. But it, we were in the middle of leaving Guam, so it was just kind of, like, yeah. very, you know, super chaotic time. Other shit going on. I was just on. like, that really... Uh, that looks super familiar. So I Googled it and it turns out Ben Stiller directed a seven part, uh, mini series about this, um, happening. Yeah. So it basically what it boils down to Patricia Arquette, Benicio del Toro, Paul Dano, David Morse, some guy from Narcos who does such a fucking good job. So the premise of the show is, uh, Patricia Arquette's character. Um, her name is Joy. And she, so these are real people. Real yeah, this people. really happened. Uh, so um, she, uh, a woman named Joyce Mitchell, who went by Tilly, was the, I thought she was the nurse, for, but for some reason I was incorrect about that. She was the head of the tailor shop at the Clinton Correctional Facility in upstate New York. Okay. Anyways. She starts having an affair with one of the inmates. Okay. She's been married for 20 years. Her husband also works at the, um, at the correctional facility. Um, she outwardly claims that she had no sexual relationship with them. But then as it, as it comes out, um, she actually did have sexual relationships with them. She said it was because she felt like a very, very manipulative, unhappy person. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, she, I don't think a happy person does this. No, no. And so, anyway, she started uh, fooling around with one of the inmates. He got kicked out of the the from being a tailor or whatever. And uh, but his friend, who he was really close with, in jail. These guys are in prison for life. They both committed 
uh, felony murders. Um, so I can't remember what the, uh, what's his name? David Sweat. David Sweat. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what he did. I know that Richard Matt, um, killed, tortured, killed, and then ultimately dismembered his old boss over money issues, whatever. So anyways, uh, this Joyce, Joyce Mitchell lady said she didn't have any relationship, but there was like naked photos and then, uh, testimony from other uh, other correctional officers and that kind of stuff that were like, hey, they spent an awful lot of time in the back room in there. You know, like, they they were doing tailoring stuff, like probably stitching up stuff the old-fashioned way, if you had to ask me. Yeah, clearly, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stitch up these pants. Um, so anyways, she started smuggling them in tools to escape. Okay. Um, because all three of them are going to run away to Mexico together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, and like I said, I remember when this happened, and that's why I was so fascinated by the show. So, I've been doing a lot of Googling about all of this, because Patricia Arquette, she's a naturally skinny lady. Yeah. She put on 45 pounds for this role. No. And at one point, um, before they started filming, she went to go talk, after she had her makeup done and everything, she went to go talk to Benicio Del Toro and David Morse, who they... Uh, David Morse was in The Green Mile. He was in Titanic. He's a really big actor, character actor. Yeah. No, not really a leading man type guy. But anyways, um, they didn't know it was her. They just thought she was some fucking crazy lady <gasps> coming because she her makeup. She looked that differently. She, yeah, she looked that if, different. If I'm you sorry. look at the comparison photos, like, she fucking nailed it. Like, hardcore. That's, she did it. So anyways, uh, these guys escaped. I guess it was a 23-day manhunt. Was it 23 days? It was either 23 days or 20 days. And the amount of... uh, man, So these guys are convicted killers. They escaped through cutting through um, uh, some pipes and escaped out through a manhole outside of the prison. Uh, Yeah, lots of work went into this. Wow. Anyways, um, they were either... On the run for 23 days or 20 days, and the amount of money that it took to find them was either 20 million or 23 million. 23 million. 23 million. So they were on the on the run for 20, 20 days. Uh, Richard Matt, mm-hmm. the other guy that she was uh, sleeping with, he's an aspiring artist or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. He got shot. He was killed either near the border by the Canadian border. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he was shot and killed, and then David Sweat was also shot, uh, but he survived. And so um, she, he is back in prison. And Joyce Mitchell is uh, doing seven years because she took a plea deal. I was going to say, seven's not very much. No, it's <laughs> not. She took a plea deal to aiding and abetting them, but didn't have as far as, like, the sexual relations and all the <laughs> other stuff that she was doing. And they were plotting to kill her husband, who n- didn't want anything to do with the TV show. He still is, like, 100% crazy in love with her. But What? Yes! And so the craziest part about this is if you look... At the pictures of their characters to the people that the characters portray. Mm-hmm. Uh, her husband is fucking, like, the, whoever plays her husband, I can't remember his name. I looked it up last night because I was just floored because she's kind of a fucking asshole. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you would have to be an asshole to apply your husband's murder. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty fair. Also, that kind of, uh, I was reading an article about it today, and that put me down... The Google hole. And we all know what happens when I go down the Google hole. The Google hole. Uh, Somebody had suggested that she was a, I need to pull out my notes because I can't remember this word, a 
Hybristophile. Hybristophilia. Hybristophile? I don't know. Hybristophilia. Anyways, so I was like, what the fuck does that mean? What do it mean? Are you looking it up? No, I was just in. Oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to see how to pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's a sexual attraction contingent upon being with a partner who committed violent acts or like inappropriate things and like you know about them. So that kind of goes towards like people that know their significant other is a cheater. That, although I don't really think that those fall under the same camp, you need to know that your significant other, whoever it is you're attracted to, has committed these heinous and crimes, mm. serial killers, serial rapists, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like you need that information to have an orgasm. Ugh. That's basically what it boils down to. Lord have mercy. Yeah. The non-criminal party, so the... The file. The file <laughs> is attracted to these people that commit. So they were saying that uh, Joyce Mitchell was... Uh, God, I hate that. Like, hybristophile. Hybristophile. Did you... I'm going to look up the pronunciation. Yeah, do that. Do that. So anyways... That was kind of a an interesting. So then I ended up on Reddit, and oh man, fucking Reddit! Someone literally said, "I'm sexually attracted to Ted Bundy. Like I know what he's done. I would let him." Hi, Bristophilia. Hi, Bristophilia. Hi, Bristophilia. Hi, Bristophilia. Now we know how to say. Hi, Bristophilia. I bet you Bassett would like that. He likes it when you when you sound like a robot. He thinks hey, of, just pick any other word though than that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not gonna use like, that word. But I'm chick, just like chicken robot. Do, do you like the robot voice? And he goes crazy. He starts laughing and he thinks yes. it's hilarious. And then he does like the squinty. I don't know. It's super cute. So cute. But anyways, hi Bristophilia. So with that, um, I don't know. I'm sure we've talked about it. I think we have. Uh, I am a little bit obsessed with the HBO documentary, Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. I've yes. probably watched it five or six times. Yes. Hulu came out with a TV show about it. And once again, Patricia Arquette plays um, a main, a leading character. Uh, she plays Dee Dee Blanchard. Um, if you guys are not familiar with this documentary... God, I want to say watch it, but then also I want to be like, don't don't watch yeah. it, but it's really well done. Anyways, uh, Dee Dee Blanchard has Munchausen syndrome by proxy. She kept her daughter. She lied about her daughter's age. She kept her daughter very, very sick. Um, she said she had uh, leukemia and acid reflux and narcolepsy and like a whole other list of things, which actually, so in the, in the, the TV show, um, the, the act that's on Hulu, uh, it portrays, um, the girl, Gypsy, mm-hmm. as getting all of her teeth removed because they're all rotted out of her head. Oh my God. Um, because she'd like, so if you know any, and you can probably attest to this because you know a little bit about dental stuff now, mm-hmm. your saliva is pertinent to helping keep your teeth healthy. It helps rinse away all the whatever. See, see. Anyways, uh, so... Gypsy's mom, Dee Dee, had her salivary glands removed because she said she was choking on her saliva constantly. So, in the TV show, I have a really hard time with anything teeth related. Mm -hmm. Like, so I have a hard time talking about your mouth hole. Mouth hole! Your mouth hole! Mouth hole. Oh my god. It's like microscopic now. 
Good. I saw the doctor. Good. It's I'm just, so glad. It doesn't feel like it. It throbs and it hurts and it causes me a lot of pro- It's not the hole. It's the sinuses being angry because of it. Yeah. But the hole itself is like you can't see it with your eye. It makes me very happy to hear. Yeah. So I will call it mouth problem. That sounds that, even more inappropriate. Okay. We're going to leave yeah. that one alone. Walk away from that one. Yep. We're Bye-bye. going to. Bye. But anyways, so um, Dee Dee had her her daughter's uh, salivary glands removed because she was choking on her own saliva, which I don't necessarily, because of her reflux or whatever it was. So if you look at pictures after Gypsy, now th- and th- as I mentioned, this is all based on a true story. Ugh. Uh, the TV show does take some liberties. Okay. Um, like having all of her teeth removed. I don't think that actually happened because if you watch the documentary, she still has some of her teeth. They just all have caps on them because they were so deteriorated oh my God. from her. So her mom told her she was allergic to sugar. Of course. So when she found that she wasn't allergic to sugar, she would do things like. Do you do you know anything about this about this story whatsoever? Very very, very little. Oh my god! I don't want to watch this though. This sounds horrifying. It is absolutely horrifying. So, anyways, uh, Dee Dee lied about her daughter's age to her, and she whenever she talked to her dad, her dad had no idea. His name was Rob. Her, her dad had no idea, or maybe it's Rod. Doesn't matter. Um, Big Papa doesn't know any of this is going on because. Dee Dee is such a good liar. Mind you, she had to leave uh, Louisiana because her, well, Hurricane Katrina leveled their house, but also she, uh, check fraud, um, credit card fraud. Just a general piece of shit human being. Basically, yeah. And so, um, the dad didn't really know anything about this, and he... The, the mom lied about the dad being a piece of shit. He was sending $1,200 a month in child support, um, which I think is a lot, isn't it? Mm, this was early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still, I mean, yeah. That's That seems like, a, so anyway, it, for just one child. For one child. For yeah, one I guess, child. I guess, yeah. And even after she turned 18, he continued to send money because. Oh, he was trying. He had no idea, though. Yeah, he had no idea. He thought that this was all, like, costs of taking care of her medicine. Little did anybody know that Dee Dee, the mom, stole uh, prescription pads and was writing prescriptions for things to keep her fucking daughter sick. Yes. Um, a few people had mentioned that they had suspected Munchausen syndrome by proxy, but uh, anytime it came close to um, uh, delving d- delving deeper into it, she would find a new doctor. Yes. And so all of her daughter's medical records were destroyed by Katrina, so she was the only one with medical... It was just really like... The, a shit show. It was a shit show. The system failed her. Everybody failed this young girl. Anyways, so she is, um, and season, the episode three airs tonight of, of the act, but like I said, I've watched the documentary a fuck ton of times. So I've the done act a ton. Is, is it like a fiction, or not a fictional, but a, like a movie account yeah. of it? Um, instead yeah, of a documentary? yeah, yeah, basically. Um, like a dramatic so, retelling? Yeah, pretty much. So anyways, uh, long story, well, I guess I don't even know long story short, um, Gypsy starts going, her mom micromanages literally everything that she does. Of course. So Gypsy makes a fake, uh, I shouldn't say fake Facebook account. She makes another Facebook account because her and her mom share one. Yeah, a secret Facebook account. Uh, she meets a guy on there. Um, oh man. 
Uh, actually, my sister called while we were watching this the other night, and I was talking about how he got arrested for masturbating at McDonald's. Oh. He's a winner. Oh. Very much winner. Yeah. Uh, but this poor girl doesn't know anything about anything. She doesn't have any standards. In... She's been, yeah. Yes, pretty much. So he says he has multiple personalities, and she makes different personal, like sexual personalities to uh, match his personalities. Anyway, so then it comes to, I want to get away from my mom. He's like, let's fucking kill her. And she's like, okay. Hmm, okay. They, so the, obviously the act gets carried out. Um, I So in watching the documentary, uh, the mommy dead and dearest. Because mm-hmm. the show hasn't even touched on this yet. I'm not that, like, it's not that far. Uh, she talks about how her boyfriend raped her. Um, I'm not victim- victim shaming or anything like yeah. that. However, uh, if you have grown up in a household where it's the norm to lie about things. So there are, are, are court court appointed psychologists that say that she's, she's a little bit of a threat because she's the one that planned this whole entire fucking murder of her mom. Totally don't fucking blame her. Yeah. It's like, go Abs- home. Yeah. Abs- absolutely do not blame her in any way, shape or form. Like at what, at what point do you reach where you can no longer, t- and you yeah, know you're broken. not going to, yeah. she didn't even know how fucking old she was though. That was the thing. Her mom lied to her Wild. about her age for so long and her dad called up and was like, Oh, I want to wish her a happy 16th, 17th birthday or whatever. And she's like, no, she, she, she doesn't, she doesn't need to know how old she is or something like that. What? Just saying, she was like, just let her know it's her happy birthday or something. So here she is thinking that she's like 11 or 12 years old and then oh she's getting all these sexual urges because you're at that point where all your, you're starting to mature. Your hormones are going are changing. Off. Your hormones are changing. Yep. And starting to have these, and, and there's nothing she can fucking do about it. And her mom, I don't want to say devoted her whole life, but her mom devoted her whole life to keeping this girl sick and taking care of her because she was sick. Like, it's fucking mind-boggling. Like, it is insane, and it's really fucking sad. It sounds really fucking sad. I, I, is. I don't know that I would... I'll probably have to watch it now. Just no, you're, you're going to no, have to. I, I, I'm so sad. I'm, I'm even looking at pictures, and it just makes me sad. Um, I did... The whole Munchausen syndrome by proxy thing just really like oh it's so horrifying it it is absolutely horrifying. So I actually watched a documentary on Amazon, and one of them took place at uh, at Wilford Hall. Like this woman, really? Yeah, yeah no, no, not this obviously. Oh. <laughs> but this woman was saying that she her her kid was sick. Her kid wasn't breathing, and so the doctors had had suspected that there was much house syndrome by proxy. They put a camera up in there, and so the mom came over and actually like took the breathing to or closed the breathing tube oh for for the child, so it would show that the child's not breathing properly. Um, she obviously went to like there's a whole documentary on it, but it's just like I was <sighs> playing with Lennon today, and I just couldn't even imagine like. How, like, how fucked in the head do you have to be to, like, what, like, what is, like, what kind of chemical receptors or what went wrong Mm -hmm. in your childhood? And so, and, and Dee Dee Blanchard, I just recently found this out and they maybe touched on it in the documentary. She quite possibly killed her mom by starving her because her mom was, if I'm not mistaken, was an invalid. And so just relied on a caretaker. Uh, But, I mean, what kind of, like, why 
why wouldn't you want your child to be healthy and thrive? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, something, like, something is very, very wrong. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's heartbreaking. So that's what I've been doing this past fucking week. Fun time. Well, I mean, speaking of horrible mothers, I watched that 2020. Um, the uh, Diane, Diane Downs one. one. It was. I, I feel like such. I'm not, not like an idiot because this happened when I was a very. I wasn't even alive when this happened. But like, what a fucking monster. Yeah. What a fucking monster. I attempted to watch it, and Lennon came out and was like, Mom, what are you watching? And I was like, well, how are you watching this? Oh, no. I, I, like, I normally am not a 2020 watcher, but, like, on Hulu, they've got all those 2020s. It's, so I was like, it's, it's on my Hulu watch list. I just yeah. don't fucking have time to watch It just TV. depends. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. And, and I watched the one uh, last night with Matt about, oh, what was her name? Elizabeth. Deep, deep voice. The girl who fucking started that startup Theranos that was supposed to be able she basically fucking frauded defrauded people out of like hundreds of millions of dollars so like a Ponzi scheme no she okay so she was a a Stanford dropout and she was kind of like a Steve Jobs wannabe like she even kind of dressed like him they talk about it in the thing in the documentary and like I guess back in like 2003 time frame she went to Silicon Valley started up this company when she was like 19 years old Everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's so fucking brilliant. And I guess she was basically like, we've created a device that can run hundreds of tests from one drop of blood. It can do it within a four-hour period, and it can be done anywhere. And people are like, that's fucking life-changing. She gets, like, everybody, including, like, General Mattis is invested. Like, it, all the people on her board. Like, and, and literally, as far as I know, she's still not in jail for this. Because she's, yeah, she really? should be. I mean, people invested. There was one lady on the interview who's like, I invested $100,000. Like, a retired... Like, just a retired normal lady who just had been saving her whole fucking career and was like, you know what? This is the next Apple. This is going to be the next thing that, like, I will make bill. They're thinking it's going to be the next, you know, next Facebook, next next Apple, next whatever. And it just, it didn't work. Like, people were getting, like, false fucking results. And then they found out that they weren't even, this this machine that she claimed existed didn't even fucking work. They were having it sent to, anyway, you you should watch it. It's a very, very good. Is it appropriate to watch while the Tiny Terror Squad is awake? Actually, that one, yes. Then I will That one you can't, because there's no murder, just a whole bunch of fraud. No And she has this really deep voice that that people who knew her before she became, like, pretty famous for this, Uh like, like, it's made up. Like, that's not her real voice. Like, her voice is deeper than a normal woman's, but this is, like... Oh my god. It it was a really like she was creepy to look at and it's just like she mm-hmm. still maintains like I had no idea that this wasn't working. I'm not a scientist. Well, you took a lot of fucking credit as we were getting people to invest hundreds yeah. of like I think I think Walgreens paid 400 million for like the rights to be able to have these Theranos wellness centers. You should watch it. It's really good. I'm going to because fucking good. And you can watch it with the kids. That one it's it's literally just about fraud. Well, that's the thing. Like I just don't have time to like I finally so Zach what we started watching the order together, but I really didn't care. And so he watched all that while I was trying to be an adult and mom and stuff. And so I'm like, you know what? I wanna watch what I fucking wanna watch. So that's when I started watching Escape Dan War, and I'm really glad that I didn't like the first scene of that starts out with Patricia Arquette like Paul. It's like after the scene ended, Zach was like, "Did they really have sex?" And I said, "No, like they wear special socks." Because I've read about how actors was it that convincing? Uh, yeah. Paul Dan was like, 
slapping his peen, and then she's like, here, let me spill it on my hand, and then she sticks it. Oh, dude, I was like. That's some movie magic, man. I'm like, I was I'm amazed at what they can do. I was like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. Imagine Paul, how the actors feel. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's their job. It but is also, their job, yes. like, I love me some Paul Dano. Like, and I he's not cute though. No, but I don't love him because he's cute. I love him because he's a good actor, mm, that makes sense. and he's he's kind of the goofy nerdy. And but he completely transforms to become this character. Yes. And so when I see him, like cute little Paul Dano from the Girl Next Door, is too scared to have sex with a porn star, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he's sitting there slapping his his fake peen mm-hmm. to get it on with Patricia Arquette. I'm just like. It's weird. And so I was like, I'm, and I don't know if we talked about this, but I'm severely claustrophobic. I think you've told me. I'm so fucking claustrophobic. What made you claustrophobic about the movie? Uh, when he's cutting through the, oh my god, I feel my chest getting tight right now. I'm just talking about it. Um, when he's cutting through the pipes that they're going through, they're like mm. man-sized pipes. So oh, at one point, yeah. like the the cinematography, like you can't tell if he's coming or going, and there's no light from either side. And he has a panic attack, and I'm like, I know this is too- no, that would give that that freaks me the fuck out. I know. And I was like, I told Zach last night, I was like, this is making me severely uncomfortable, and I'm just like. I can feel my body tensing up because I'm like super hardcore. I'm claustrophobic as fuck. I think, like, yeah, anybody who could put themselves in a pipe is probably in the minority of people. Yeah. Like, just that, that's not a normal place to be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, but it, I mean, just like, I don't know. It's just such a. I felt that same way when you talk about like actors that like you like, but then when you see them having sex, you're like, I don't like that. Wait. What? When you were talking about Paul Dana. Oh, yeah. 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 Having sex with Patricia Arquette. Uh, like I not, skipped the pipe okay. part because you were talking about claustrophobia, and yeah. then I was still thinking about the boning. But it's also so the claustrophobia. Well, that's how I felt. Do you remember that? It was like a horror movie that came out with um, Jim Carrey, the number... The number 23. Yes. Do you remember Never that watched it. Okay, it's fucking <laughs> stupid. I think I watched it, like... Oh, God, it was so long ago. But I remember watching it, and, like, there's this part where he's, like, fucking this lady, and he, like, looks up, and he's just... It just, I was just like, no, you, you are Bruce Almighty. You are Ace Ventura. You are a lot of things, but you, no, no, it bothered me. I can't necessarily say I've ever seen a movie where, uh, well, so uh, so like that there's another scene where Patricia Arquette is having sex with, um, Benicio Del Toro. I mean, she just really fucking like. She nailed, like, she met with the, with the, uh, with Joyce Mitchell. Yeah. She met with all these people, like, everybody met with all these people to kind of, like, form their characters. She watched hours of transcripts and court stuff and whatnot. Like, I, my hat is fucking off to her. So to make the big bucks. Uh, yeah. So then at, at one point she is, um, you see, like. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you see a hand underneath something, but you can tell it's between some legs. Mm. And at first, I thought it was her having sex with her husband in the in the show, but it was not. It was her sitting on Benicio Del Toro's lap, and she's doing the thing, and they're doing the thing. And he's, like, whispering sweet nothings into her ear. Only the sweet nothings are their fucking escape getaway route. He's like, you're going to meet us at 12 o'clock. And she's like, oh, 12 o'clock. 
And he's like, you're going to bring the getaway car and you're going to bring cell phones. She's like, yeah, cell phones. <laughs> and it's so fucking, but I mean, like, like it's so well. He's just in there. think of the Fargo, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Papa, <laughs> do it to me like that. Mm-hmm. Was he funny looking? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was uncircumcised. Or he wasn't circumcised. Was he funny looking apart from that? Yeah. <laughs> I want to go watch Fargo now. Oh my god, it's the best movie. It's still on. It's still on HBO. It's like binge worthy favorites, and I'm like, you're damn right. It's a binge worthy. Like you know favorite. me, HBO. You know me so well. You know me, HBO. I'm trying to think if there's any. I do want to watch Leaving Neverland. I heard it's difficult to watch. I have also heard that, and obviously it's not something I want to watch with the kids are awake. Oh yes, yeah. no, no, something. no. Um, yeah. That is that's definitely on my list. You'll have to tell me how it goes. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. It's too. It's like the R. Kelly documentary. I'm like, I know what happened. Uh, I don't really want to hear did details. You, so uh, since we're talking about true crime shit, because like this is my bread and true fucking butter. Crime. Did you see the uh, the pictures of the recording studio that R. Kelly had rented out? That is not necessarily condemned. It's not zoned yeah. for what he because was. Because he had using a bedroom in it, right? And you weren't supposed it, to have a bedroom. It had a bedroom. It had a bathroom with not working pipes so there was a bathtub and a toilet the toilet worked but the bathtub was the bathtub was just there like it's not it from what i read it was it was filled with stuff that it shouldn't have been filled with yeah um very much uh God, eventually i'll watch that documentary i have not watched yeah, and that kind of shit just depresses the fuck out of me i mean it all it's all depressing it's all sad but oh god sexual assault Kidnapping, yeah. torturing people, hurting yeah. children. That's just really, really fucking hard to watch. Um, yeah. And speaking, so you had mentioned, uh, had this, so this true crime, what's today? Tuesday? True crime, tu- tu- true, true, true crime, Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so there was, you mentioned not letting Betty have a YouTube channel. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so recently, I read that there was this woman who oh, had a this YouTube. Is so sad. Yeah, she had a YouTube channel with her family, but it turns out that she was just using her children for <sighs> gain. I guess I don't even know. Like they, so they were, were making a lot of money. They were making a lot of money off these kids, and so her oldest daughter went to the police and dropped like a, like it was like, hey, you need to do some investigation, and they went and they checked. On the children. They did, like, a wellness check, and it didn't end up being... It wasn't good. It wasn't good. The kids were, like, starving, right? Starving, like, locked in closets, and they were saying that, you know, if they're... If they didn't perform properly for these YouTube skits, like, the mom would not necessarily beat them, but withhold food and bathing and so on. And just fucking, like, how... (sighs) I know. It's, like, unfathomable. as, As someone who... I mean, I, even if I wasn't infertile at one point, like, I could never fathom. Yeah, I can't imagine I just cannot like that. just ever. Fucking but horrible. I can't even imagine hurting, like... A person in general like that. Yeah. Like, I mean... And, and, and to think that there are these people out there, that it just really fucking... It, it gets to me. And so, it's, I've kind of... 
Did I text you this? Yeah, I said I was like one step away from being becoming blissfully unaware of everything yeah, that I was, was going on. Yeah, just checking out from the internet just and the check, news. Yeah, because so my mom. My, uh, we I did were, that when I was pregnant with Betty. Like I just yeah. kind of disconnected from everything, I, and I had I'm a really wonderful time. It was nice. Not I'm about. What was going I'm, on I'm the almost there. And so uh, today, if you are not caught up with current events, uh, Jesse Smollett. Um, yep. All the charges were dropped. Yep. Saw that. Um, yeah, yeah all the charges, all the charges were dropped, and his court case was sealed. He forfeited his. Uh, I heard it was ten thousand of the hundred thousand. Yeah, it was. Bond. It was like his his bond. He forfeited his bond to go to charity, and all of his community service that he's done since then have. Um, it counts. So basically, he's walking away scot free from this. Yeah, um, like ex- like they didn't say exonerated. They said that all the tra- like his file had been clear. clear. Yeah, yeah, yes. like. I no don't. I don't fucking understand what's going on, and I think that's what makes me mad. Yeah, because you want to publicize what is going on. You need to publicize the whole fucking. Oh yeah, it's very. Do very, not mm-hmm. do not pick and choose what you want to publish. And the same thing goes with politics. You know what I mean? Uh, the Mueller report was just completed. I'm getting political, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. quickly. Mm, I don't. All I have to say is, uh, you know, um. Once again, people are picking and choosing, <laughs> and it just makes me mad. Like, there's no fucking transparency in anything that is going on these days. I saw a Twitter Nothing. comment from somebody talking about the Jesse Smollett thing, and they were like, when – they were, they were talking about – it wasn't that they didn't think he was guilty. They were just like, I don't give a fuck because the Chicago Police Department has been so blatantly racist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, look, and I – and I can't speak on that because I have never experienced racism. I've never experienced so it's like how either. I can't I can't speak from that. But I will say that one thing they can both be true. The police department Absolutely. could have done some heinous things and has, and it's we know that this has happened. But it doesn't make what Jesse Smollett did okay. And if anything, it actually kind of put it back. Because yeah. then you have people saying, oh, he made up a hate crime. This stuff doesn't really happen, even though it, it does. It does happen. Yeah. Like, hate crimes like this do happen. This one just did not happen. Yeah. And so I was just kind of like, but I see that I see that on both sides of every issue, where it's like, I don't want to talk about that until we talk about this. And I'm like, well, it's, it's not. They're not mutually exclusive. Like, these two. That's yeah. what drives me fucking nuts. It's when you, when you talk about things that are mutually exclusive and things that are not mutually exclusive. And. I just got angry today. I'm I'm angry because the unpopular opinion, and I'm probably going to get flack for this. I think I texted you this. So the Mueller report came out, and a few days prior to that, Nancy Pelosi was talking about how she does not believe that impeachment is the route that they want to go. It did not exonerate the president, However, comma, if there was nothing going on, how did they get 36 fucking indictments? You know what that tells me? It tells me that they don't trust Big Mouth to keep his mouth shut. Oh, yeah. It's, it's shady fucking shit. It's all fucking shady. It's the same thing with the Jesse Smollett case. Like, there's a lot of shady shit going so on. so fucking... All of it is so shady. And it just kind of makes me... it. Grinds my fucking gears. You know what grinds my gears? You know what grinds my gears? You know what grinds my gears? gears? This whole Cardi B thing. Because once again, it was another thing that I saw on Twitter that kind of rubbed me around. And and I shouldn't. I shouldn't go on Twitter when things like this I don't go on Twitter. Because they're just going to get... 
extremes. And like, and like we have a Twitter account. We do. We have a we have a Moody Broads account. I don't and, use and it. Not really. I pretty much just use it to like look at other people's tw- just to, to maybe use Maybe I should maybe tweet you should some tweet. stuff. Because you're a little bit better at formulating like good cohesive statements, and I'm more like memes. But you are really good at doing all the other stuff. Like literally, people are like, "What's your role in this podcast?" I'm like, "Comedic relief." I'm here. I'm here to say things. Can you smell tacos? I can smell tacos. Zach's making tacos right now. Smells fucking good. I made Greek chicken in the crock pot. I seared some chicken thighs, threw them in the crock pot, covered it, covered them in olives. Uh, red wine vinegar, honey Ooh. seasoning. You're speaking my language Ooh, right girl, now. So good. I didn't do anything for dinner. Zach's like, what are we having for dinner? And I was like, I have no fucking clue. How many times have you cooked dinner, Rachel? Like, in your, All the... Yeah, exactly. Well, and, that's, cooked dinner. and that's the thing. Hey, man. I know, I lost my shit on Saturday while I was at Target with my mom. I was like, I'm fucking tired of being the only person who makes fucking dinner choices around here. Did you mean that towards your husbandito? I just meant it in general mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everyone's like, "Mom, what's for dinner?" Oh yeah, and everyone wow, defaults to mom. Momming is fucking hard, especially when your daughter's going around saying shit, 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 shit. I- and your other one has a fucking fever, and he's just generally discontented and unhappy, and all he does is look at you and cry. But he's almost super close to. He's walking, but he's not walking when anyone looks. He's walking when he feels like it. He really is. I don't fucking get it. Like, he'll he'll literally, like, if he wants to, like, for instance, today, he walked a solid 15 feet. My mom was the only one that saw him because she was nonchalantly looking at him. She had her head down, but she had her eyes up, and he didn't see her. But if you're looking at him, he'll take a step, and he'll look at you and be like, I don't know what was going on. And he'll fall to his knees and crawl to you. Boom. But he'll walk across the whole fucking length of the living room if you're not paying attention. He don't give a but he gives zero fucks. Both my children give zero fuckets. Would you like to, to um, let Hey Hey scream one more time before we sign off? Yes. Yes. Because yes. Oh my God, I love it so much. I love it. Like, I'm... I almost bought a giant bowling set on Thursday. That's unreal. From H-E-B. Well, it is, but it isn't. Because I was going to buy that for my children. And it's the same price of Hey Hey. And at least my children could have used it. Mm, the bowling pins would have been all over your house. But they're really large. They're like the size of my kids. It's would have been fine. They were. It was giant bowling. Oh, we had one of those at my mom's house. This like for like a slip and slide that ended in bowling pins that you could knock over. It was very. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that for uh for the kids. Excellent. On payday because I've already wasted my money on this thing. <laughs> buy one not You're today sure. probably tomorrow You're but sure. my god we need one <laughs> we need one all right at any rate i'm s- thank you for listening i'm yes. sorry i got political but also it was barely feel- political you are I, fine uh, you i just it really like it grinds I, your gears it grinds my gears but i am going i'm gonna check out for this next week like i'm gonna focus, i'm gonna check out I'm going to read a book. But if I'm the only one who's bringing topics to the podcast, it's going to be stupid shit. No, I know I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It'll just be our dumbest episode ever because I will be the only one 
contributing stories. That is not true because I'm gonna read a book or two. Oh, book probably not. I need to. I have some books you should read. Maybe I have some books. Read. Read. I, have some books. I charge the iPad. Ooh, um, charge would, that iPad. I don't really like to go to Barnes and Noble, but honestly, Barnes and Noble is kind of a little bit of a giant. Super and I don't, expensive too. So I was actually asking. We were laying in bed last night. So I had a raging migraine thing, and uh, I was like, "How's your head feel?" Like, man, it just, it really fucking hurts. I thought he was getting, like, an ocular migraine, and he's like, it just, he was like, it was the weirdest headache ever. I'm kind of starting to feel better. And I was like, do you think there's a secondhand bookstore somewhere nearby? <laughs> and he was like, Rachel, I don't, I don't know. And I was like, I would just really like to go get a book. And he's like, I, I have to wake up soon. And I was like, okay, yeah, definitely. Do you, do you think that I could go to a bookstore at some time? Like, I don't even know why I asked him. Like, right, I, like you like, asked him to go places. That's yeah, not yeah. a thing. I do, I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, because, but yeah. That's but it's just, like, making conversation at 10 o'clock. <laughs> like, I have to be up in, like, five hours. I gotta yeah, go. That's pretty much, that's pretty much right. That's yeah. pretty much our life, too. Yeah. Or I'll come upstairs at, like, 8 o'clock, and I'll be like, help me get these kids to bed. Fuck, he's already asleep. God damn it. Oh, my God. Passed out on the bed, and I'm like, I can't do that. I can't just there. disappear and go to sleep upstairs without all hell breaking loose downstairs. <gasps> no, we didn't need dinner. We need bath. See, my kids don't talk like that. They just say, well, "Mom, mom, mom, shit, mom, shit, shit, mom." Baxley says honk and beep now. Honk beep shit. Honk beep shit. Honk, beep, the should we? Should we? <laughs> we should. Let's, On that note, thank you for listening. I hope you guys go forth and watch lots of documentaries on true, true crime. And also, oh, should we? Before we go, I know. Yeah, I know. No, it's okay. Uh, next week we're gonna do an. We're gonna do a thing. We're gonna do an interview. Your nails look really nice. Okay, gonna we're gonna do an interview with a with a person. So be on the lookout for an interview. And then also we have to do the uh, truth or dare that you decided to put. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We still need to do that. We need to do that thing. Okay. Yeah. So that's stuff that you, you should look forward them, right? to it. Just had to, had to go remind them of that. I feel like we have a civic duty that you created, Rachel. That's true. I just speak without this. thinking, or type without thinking. That's, that's, that's you did this. That's um, right. I asked people I what they would like to hear more of on the podcast, and one of the answers I got was more armadillos. Because I put it... <gasps> and I was like, okay. I, I'm totally down to talk about armadillos. I love armadillos. I don't necessarily love them, but do you know that they carry a type of... Leprosy. 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 All right, anyways, goodbye. Bye. Honk beep shit.